Friday devotional podcast aimed at helping you grow more faithful in your walk with Jesus. Today we want to read Psalm 130, verses 1 through 8. And the word of the Lord says this, Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than the watchman for the morning, more than watchman for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. I want to talk to you today about going from the pits to the pinnacle. But before we do that, let's ask the Lord's blessing on our time. Lord, we quiet our heart, we calm our mind, we turn our attention toward you. We ask you to be our teacher. Help us as we look at your word to know who you are and to put our trust firmly in you. We'll ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, when we look at this psalm in our Bible, we notice that it has a brief superscription, something at the head of the psalm. It's something that tells us what kind of a psalm it is. And the superscription tells us that this is, quote, a psalm of ascent, end quote. You may notice that it's in a section of psalms of ascent that stretch from Psalm 120 to Psalm 134. And maybe you're wondering what a psalm of ascent is. Well, These were psalms that the people of God used to sing together as they walked from their hometowns up to Jerusalem to attend the required religious feasts of Judaism. Along the way, to pass the time, they sang songs of praise. You know what that is, don't you? We've all done this, haven't we? Have you ever been on a road trip with the kids? Maybe you sang some songs together to pass the time and keep them from asking, Are we there yet? So this is a psalm of ascent in that way, but I think it's also a psalm of ascent in another and much deeper way. As we read the psalm, we notice that the psalmist begins his lament, for that's the kind of psalm that we have here. We notice that he begins his psalm in the pits, but by the end of the psalm, he's on the pinnacle. So let's study the steps that he takes to go from the pits to the pinnacle. The first step is in verses 1 and 2, where we find a cry from the depths. The psalmist begins his journey by crying out to the Lord in prayer, begging God to listen. And what is he asking for? He's asking for mercy. So obviously, the psalmist knows of some affliction in his life that's put him in the pits. It's driven him to despair. Maybe it's a sin, or maybe it's not a sin. It could be just something that's going on in his life that's beyond his control. Whatever it is, his cry is for mercy. Mercy is when God looks on us with pity in the midst of our afflictions and then moves his hand to rescue us from our troubles. So following the psalmist example, the first step is to cry out to God for mercy whenever we find ourselves in the pits. The second step is in verses 3 and 4 where the psalmist admits his unworthiness. He said, yeah, it's true. I don't deserve your mercy, 
and if you count all my sins against me, I'm a dead man. But he goes on. He says, this I remember about you, that with you there's forgiveness, and your forgiveness is meant to help me take you seriously. Now, we might wonder what he meant by that, but a moment's thinking will make it clear. I mean, who would take God seriously if God weren't a forgiving God? If there's no possibility of our being forgiven, why would we bother to pray to him at all? I mean, you might as well forget about him and go about your life. But since he is a forgiving God, it makes sense to seek his face for mercy in our times of need. So his willingness to forgive us when we've offended him leads us one step further out of the pits and closer to the pinnacle. The next step the psalmist takes is in verses 5 and 6. The psalmist resolves to wait for the Lord. Having made his plea, the psalmist waits for the Lord in hope a hope that's based upon the truth God has revealed about himself and his word. The psalmist's soul, his mind, will, and emotion, waits for the Lord's response to his prayer for mercy. He isn't going to try to give God ideas about how to answer his prayer. He isn't going to become impatient that God seems to be answering too slowly or perhaps not answering at all. He isn't going to lose hope that God will answer. The psalmist quieted his soul. He waited patiently for the Lord to respond, and he waited with a yearning more than that felt by the night watchman for the dawn. He quieted his soul and waited with expectation and longing, knowing that God would surely come to his rescue. And then finally, in verses 7 and 8, we have the last step, The psalmist declared his confidence that God would fulfill his hope. The psalmist was so confident that God would answer his prayer for mercy that he invited the whole people of God to join him in expectant hope of God's kindness. Hope is expectant waiting for that which has been promised and will surely come because it has been promised by God. This hope is based upon the character of God, steadfast love, plentiful redemption. The psalmist is confident of God's forgiveness and mercy because he is confident of God's character. So what's the conclusion of the matter? It's simply this. The psalmist descended from the depths of despair to the pinnacle of hope in only eight verses because he knew God's character and he put his whole confidence in God. Like the psalmist, do you find yourself in the pits today? Are you discouraged? Do you need a boost of spirits? Well, why don't you follow the psalmist's example? Cry out to God from the depths. Admit your unworthiness, but tell him that you're clinging to his forgiving nature. Quiet your soul and wait for the Lord. Wait for him to answer in his time and in his way. Declare your confidence in his unfailing love and trustworthiness and encourage those around you to join you in that confidence. In a word, put your whole trust in him and expect him to take you from the pits to the pinnacle. Let's pray. Lord, hear our prayer when we're in the pits. Give us faith to trust wholly in you and raise us to the pinnacle. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us again today. 
Join us Sundays for our online service at 9 a.m. or our on-site services at either 9 or 10.45 a.m. And we have an on-site evening service at 6 p.m. as well. Look for our new app in your Apple or Google App Store. Search for BF Sebring to get your copy. Thanks again. Stay safe.